0: In the 1830s, a young orphan named Oliver Twist became the prey of a criminal syndicate after escaping an abusive workhouse. This led to a confrontation with a man willing to kill to escape the possibility of being identified by the youth. Today on the podcast, Bill Sykes, Oliver. Have you ever heard the sound of chicken makes when they're ringing on its name?
1: Welcome to Absolutely True, True Crime, a Deadly Series podcast. My name is Claire, and as always, I'm joined by uh, my fellow true Choo Crime uh, hosts. It's Brad and Tammy. Hey. You know a thing yeah. about true Crime themselves.
2: I mean, this is episode 46 for us, so I would hope yeah. we, we know a thing or two at this point. Um, yeah, we are going to be talking about uh, the murderer, Bill Skies. Murderer question? Murderer? No, he's a murderer. Mm, Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Or um, he a No. <laughs> 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 uh, no. Um so yeah, yeah, and and it is in the case of the podcast versus Oliver. Um,
1: It's another London-based case. It's in my neck of the woods. It is. And this is a case that I had heard
2: about when I was very young in elementary school. Um, Mm. And I believe in talking with the two of you, you also have known about this case for a long time, correct?
1: Oh, I mean, I live near London. I think I've known about this case since I was born. Oh. You (laughs) You were born into it. (laughs) Yeah, I was born into it. (laughs) I was born into it. As soon as you're born, they, they, um, you know, recite this, uh, um, you know, the crimes that have happened in London. So this previous case, Sweeney Todd, you know, all of these kind of things. You just grow up learning these, so
2: this jack the ripper all all of the, the
1: yeah, yeah. cases all the cases absolutely all the cases um we even had a production of like a, a stage version of the documentary that we we're going to discuss mm-hmm. um, performed at my school when we were very young i was not in it but my sister
2: yeah my my elementary school also had a stage production of this
1: um and brad how
2: how familiar are you with this case
0: so okay. i i had I had definitely read the uh the book written by the uh, crime researcher uh, Charles Dickens. I definitely mm-hmm. read that as a as a young child. And I was in a production when I was in high school. Um, yes. Of of uh, a slightly different uh, a version uh, of the story. Um, it was called the Musical Adventures of Oliver Twist. Also a musical. Yeah. Um, but of course, <laughs> different than this musical. This documentary. I remember the first time I saw it in full because it was about three hours ago. Um, wow. What? Yeah, because I could never make it through it because this is a wildly boring, terrible documentary that I do not enjoy at (laughs) all.
1: But Brad even has an intermission. Yeah, and I.
0: No, and I paused it halfway through the intermission, and I was like, (sighs) I guess I have to finish watching this, (laughs) but I need an extra long intermission. So when you were in
2: the production version of it. I assume that they just shortened a lot of the 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 different aspects of the crime or what did they do?
0: Um well they cuz they 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 don't yeah it's it's definitely shortened cuz it's a shortened yeah, yeah. version um but it's um yeah, I mean they they there's different elements you know that they they bring out and some that they don't. Um, but it's slightly different um and I, with the very questionable music um so uh, i, I <laughs> you know i, I remember that I, I know that there's like some like real i there's like i know that there's a song at the end that was like had a real calypso vibe <laughs> oh
1: amazing more crime okay, should I, be talked about ration. through
0: the through calypso we'll never need to run away This is the place you're meant to stay. It was. (laughs) It was was usually when usually (coughs) we did um, our musicals in the Jackson Teen Theater Theater Guild. Generally, we we you know had like. uh, you know, either of, either like a partial orchestra or a piano accompaniment. This, this was one of the smaller shows that we used like a, a backing CD that came like, you know, with, you know, you licensed it with this, the, you know, the script and everything and the production. Mm-hmm. And it was this weird MIDI synthesizer. <laughs> Like, and the music was Sorry. real sketch and just weird. I like. I feel I, sad that
1: I'm never going to see this production. I, I've
0: tried so hard to find, like, somebody, like, putting a YouTube video out there because it's... I, I just remember my song in particular was Impossible because it was this weird, discordant... Like, burn, like the the beat was <laughs> that was like the lead, in, and I was like, always like, "How the fuck do I do this?" Because like I, I'm. Not. I swear that's like from the, the same music as in the documentary Aladdin. This was it, this was so bad. It was because like I was Mr. Bumble, and mm-hmm. the whole song was uh, he'd been married. You know, he's mar- been married to his wife for two weeks now, and it's just this two weeks ago she was my. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good good uh cockney accent as well, bro. Oh it was like <laughs> this song was insane. Uh let me see. Uh I'm I'm looking through my script right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um just two weeks ago, I was her honey bear. Just two weeks ago, I was floating on air. She is gloating now. Our once blissful affair has gone nigh. Oh, oh my oh, God! And this, this is where it got <laughs> weird. All she does is create the size. So stubborn, she won't compromise on a thing. And I remember how long that fucking note was. Wow! She's turned. In, she's turned into a nagging true. Turned, stirred me into her witch's brew. Pestering, festering. It's all she does is criticise So stubborn she won't compromise on a thing She turned into a nagging shrew Stood me into a witch's brew Festering, festering. She'll be my Waterloo
2: Just
1: two weeks
0: ago Wow. It was ins- it was the weirdest song besides the, cal- the the Calypso song, which was like I think the end song, like we'll have a family up our pa and it was I mean, very weird. If anyone can ever find, like, a production of the Musical Adventures of Oliver Twist going on, go see that weird shit, because it (laughs) is weird.
2: Wow. Well, I was gonna say, when I was in elementary school, I don't remember it because I was in elementary school. And also, I wasn't in it. I was, like, part of, like, backstage whatever, whatever that you do when you're in elementary school. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, uh,
2: we- I was telling these two that, uh, you know, what we had to do was we did, like, it was a small, like, art private school (laughs) whatever so we had to hand make with felt and yarn these little invitations to the parents that look like like their little paper invitations were in these little felt and yarn wallets which is a cute idea right to to have these as the invitations to have your kid in this production but also now i'm just like so they had children making wallets for these which is the which is what happened in this documentary (laughs) yeah So, interesting, interesting choice that these educators
1: made. Well, in terms of links uh, between me and um, the events that take place in this documentary, I can say that I have been to the pub in London where Charles Dickens did a lot of his research into this case.
0: Oh. and made a lot of his
1: notes before writing his book all about, like, the goings-on. I have been there, uh, which was very cool. And also, I've been to a lot of places depicted in this documentary. So that was quite fun to see. Yeah, so... Um, also, this documentary, this is not what a typical day in London is like in 2023, I'll just say. Like, there was not people, like, like dancing policemen and, and you know, it was quite sad. I wish there was.
2: Well, this is, like, outside of London, right? Because doesn't it take place in mudfog? fog?
1: <laughs> well, later well, on, it, it's part in of London. It is mudfog, yes, right. yeah. In in the in later on in events. Oh yes, when, yeah, uh, yeah. Bill Sykes is involved. It's in, in London. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a lot of the old markets. Yeah. So there's
2: so many opportunities. I love the way you to... said
1: mud mudfog mud, mud, mud How you mud say fog? Yeah, mud. <laughs> is that not? Is that not it? <laughs> I don't know. I would say mudfog
2: fog. <laughs> so... Fog. You would say mudfog? mudfog Mud fog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since for me I, I read FOG as the word fog.
1: <laughs> I would say I would say if- fog, but if it was a place I'd say mudfog.
2: Wow. Mm.
1: But that's just cool. <laughs> Brad, how would you say?
0: <laughs> I I I never caught this location anywhere i did not where i didn't so there's i was gonna say so there's like basically
2: there is definitely the original research done by dickens so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that i am also pulling from that as well as there are multiple there are many different documentaries around this case so the one that we collectively all watched um this past week has been oliver (laughs) exclamation point Yes,
1: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> which already I'm sure Brad was against.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So I
1: will say I have just looked, and Mud Mudfog Mudfog is mm-hmm. 75 miles north of London. Okay. All right. And then obviously when we meet uh, the person who's on trial, uh, Bill Sykes, that was he was pri- primarily based actually in London itself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I believe Oliver originally was in Mud Mudfog.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know
2: how <laughs> Claire, this is a mess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So I don't know if we, because we can't talk really about Bill Sykes without talking about Oliver as well. So yeah. And we don't have much background into Bill Sykes himself um, because, I mean, there isn't that much that we find out in the documentary about him, but uh, I think we can um, ascertain that he had a similar kind of upbringing and was treated a similar way that like, Oliver was once he arrived in London and got involved in a certain gang.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so we can go ahead and just start a little bit with Oliver himself. Um, Oliver was a boy who was- was in an orphanage. His mother had died, um, I believe, during childbirth, maybe. Um, but she was yeah, found like- um, with no wedding ring. So, no father in the picture. And, you know, this is... I guess, uh, when when would this crime have taken place? 1820s, I believe? 1800s? Yeah, be started, early 1800s? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at that point, especially, I mean, look, unwed mothers now are treated like shit, so uh, definitely yeah. in the 1800s, you're not... <laughs> you're they're like oh this child is born to an edwin mother so this child is also trash and garbage and um and they wouldn't have had anywhere to put oliver so they stuck this kid in an orphanage Mm -hmm. and this orphanage was run by um mr bumble
1: uh, and I believe like some governors or like there were some officials. And I think Mr. Bumble did it like day to day, and it was yeah, also yeah. part of the workhouse as well. Yeah. Like where yeah. the kids were sent to work. I think they were like grinding the flour and stuff to make bread.
2: Yeah, but not allowed to eat any of it, really. <laughs> Just
1: no, of course no,
2: not. No. no, they got gruel, bleh, yeah. which looked it disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was and really at good. one point in time, Mr. Bumble actually offers to give somebody the recipe. <laughs> I was like there's a recipe for that. <laughs> I saw it was like garbage yeah. thrown together. This is what we just
1: eat nowadays in London. Oh, just gruel. Just yeah. yeah. It's I mean, it's a a food consisting of some type of cereal such as ground oats, wheat, rye or rice, heated or boiled in water or milk. It's a thinner version of porridge that may often be drunk rather than eaten. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really sound appetizing.
2: It sounds like a mm-hmm, not, disgusting not. version of oatmeal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It sounds like watered-down yeah. grits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Gross. <laughs> grits are gross. Um, so, yeah, so Oliver ends up, uh, you know, with the boys in the orphanage. They He draws the long piece of straw, I guess. <laughs> not the short yeah, straw. Yeah, they do like,
1: I wonder if they'd done this before, and or this was like the first time, and it just happened to be Oliver. Do you know what I mean? Like, they do this every so often, but...
2: Yeah, I
1: don't know. The way Be- that the way that Mr. and Mrs. Bumble reacted, I don't think they would have. Yeah, it's no, certainly not, it's not a regular occurrence. just they decided occurrence. to do this day. Yeah. Yeah, so basically,
2: Oliver is chosen by his group of friends to go ahead and ask for more food. Yeah. And... It does uh, not go down well. Much no, like rule. Yeah, yeah. Which geez, like if someone's asking for more gruel, it's that's pretty mm-hmm. dire. Yeah. It's a pretty dire situation. Yeah, these children were yeah. treated horrifically, like in the work. Yes, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, watching this I was like, Oh no, no shoes. Brad's gonna <laughs> 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 Brad, I knew watching oh. this, I was like, How's Brad watching this?
0: <laughs> like, ugh. That's probably Lord why I've shoes. never been able to make it through it until today.
1: <laughs> the,
0: like we're already starting same. off on a no thank you.
1: Whereas I was like, ah, these are my people. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's really like horrific the way these kids were treated. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so because he asked for more food, Mister Bumble just assumes he's gonna be trouble, and he just tries to sell him cheaply, as cheaply yeah. as he could. And that was a very disturbing scene when he was trying to sell him. Because mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah. Ew! Uh, well, I think he would have don't sold like him to
1: anything. Like, oh, not yeah. even really asked. Like, he just wanted to get a deal. you know?
2: Yeah. But it's just like yeah. watching like some of the gross dudes that were like possibly interested in purchasing poor little Oliver is like, oh no! Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Um, and the and
1: Oliver is purchased by an Undertaker, and his and it's because he's got like the Undertaker says that Oliver's quite got quite a melancholic face. Yeah. So like uh, it look. would be good for <laughs> he's got a look definitely, and um, it would be good for like children's funerals. Like you know, you have like a little like a person leading the procession for a children's funeral. You have a little child, a little sad child. <laughs> like how's the
2: marketing
0: on that? We... <laughs> like I just so would you. You say, like, uh, we... would you like to hire our sad child uh, for the service it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's an extra something. guinea
1: <laughs> it's an extra guinea I will say this horse drawn um, funeral you do see those still in London today wow not always not as obviously as common as they were but mainly in like um, like the east end of London
2: yeah
1: Um, and you see like the you know like the horse drawn cart with the procession and much more sort of older dress like this Um, yeah which is kind of interesting like, usually, you have like a, a hearse, like nowadays, but uh, yeah, you do see it every so often, yeah, Weird. and we know that Oliver is just like. I-
2: besides just having the worst life, I mean, as a child orphan and having to work in this workhouse and all of this stuff, um, he really he understands, he's old enough to understand like he's missing a mother and he doesn't have anyone to really care for mm-hmm. him. He's just kind yeah. of like, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, what a, a sad existence. Like, he's just a child yeah. who already understands the concept of like, you're just on your own. Yeah, Like, in You know, obviously that happens, it's not but it's still just like the abuse, the abuse that he has to go through mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. so ugh. He's sullen and melancholy because of his life Um, yep. at however old, How old is he supposed to be?
1: Like at I the thought time he was of like maybe crimes? nine, maybe. Yeah. I would have said maybe about nine.
2: Yeah, nine. Oh, jeez. Like yeah. a nine-year-old having to go through this. Like, I can't even. I can't even. That's pretty much the whole sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the other guys, Noah, Claypole insults Oliver's dead mom and Oliver. Oliver's got a temper. Yeah. Well. What else? What are you gonna lose? I mean, what are you gonna lose? Like oh, seriously. Um, uh, oh no! I don't get to live at an undertaker's anymore. Great. Yeah. And what's crazy is when they hold him hostage in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: So uh, yeah. You can't be doing this.
2: Yeah. Needless to say, Oliver needs to get the fuck out of there, and
0: that's exactly what he
1: does. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: he does kick that that dude's ass though. Oh in, yeah. In there. Oh, yeah, yeah he does
1: but, oh it's great it's great like,
0: yeah. scrappy little kid like, yeah
1: yeah and he's not even been on the streets yet no you
0: nobody know? no, but, uh, yeah, but he's yeah, lived I, a I, life in the
1: workhouse so
0: <laughs> yeah true yeah i think i think this uh this funeral <laughs> funeral kid is just fucking too soft too soft <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Exactly, (laughs) a funeral kid have you ever had to be in a workhouse (laughs) um so oliver escapes and he goes uh to london yep
1: that hitchhikes to london
2: yeah again a nine-year-old like have like that mentality of like just already having to be like i don't even give a fuck Mm -hmm. what everything anything is better than what's happening right now and so off
1: he goes um he's gonna make his fortune
2: yep yep I'm not sure what what was it that he thought he was going to make a fortune in. He doesn't say. He just says
1: he's going to seek his fortune.
0: That's that's that nine year old perspective. Yeah, I guess yeah. He's a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, uh, but it, though, keep in mind, in this time, like fourteen years old would be, be pretty much considered an adult. So yeah.
1: I. I mean, we meet like. Um... Uh, The character of Dodger later, who's 14, I believe, or 15. I mean, he's a very small 14, 15 year old, but he's like basically treated like an adult. He's almost like, like later on, he's almost like um, treated like Fagin's equal. And, um, you know, he's a child. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But I. I feel like even in the 1800s, an,
2: a a nine year old living Oliver's life and a nine year old living like as someone's like child at home. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have just two different mental states. Definitely. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah, so Oliver reaches London. That is where he meets Artful Dodger, um, whose name is not Dodger. It's Jack J- Dawkins. Thank you, Jack. I was gonna say Jack something, but I couldn't remember. Jack Dawkins. Um, and he kind of takes Oliver under his wing. But also I think mm-hmm. he sees Oliver as like, oh, this kid is a young kid. People will trust him. Yeah. And we Freshly can kind of he's got use a melancholic face. Him. He's got that melancholic face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dodger, as well as some other children, are um, pickpockets and they work for yeah. Fagin. Yeah. Who is a monster? <laughs> <laughs> Fagan is another one. I'm like, what are you doing with these young boys, Fagan? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't we putting charges against this
1: guy? Just saying.
2: God. Um, yeah, and so he uses all of these kids um to basically do his bidding. Like just steal yep. for him, and then he just takes everything from these kids. Um, and keeps a lot of it for himself. Yeah, yeah, of it's course. A little secret stash.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is like seeing Fagin and how these other children are living as pickpockets it's like man this is still better than that workhouse <laughs> yeah
0: um, also um hey what's up 1800s and your wallets like why mm-hmm. are your wallets so big why do they all because it's that like paper
1: money that's like money is like a yeah, it's like all, a
0: certificate <laughs> all these wallets look like the things they uh, put your check in at a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> they're so big i'm like how does and how are any of these being pickpocketed they weigh like 30 pounds <laughs> so big
2: yeah and i guess they call them like a gang of children <laughs> which i was like i don't like that yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Um... Also, you say know, he's got a pet owl. Yeah, yeah, like I that. did not. Like I did not like that owl. <laughs> no <laughs> bird pets, pets owl. allowed. I like this owl.
0: Bird pets. I don't like no. that
1: Fagin seemingly lives in a, a, a like, a, a ruined fireplace. Chimney breast. Yeah, yeah. Which is very strange. The whole thing, like... Also, this place that are on is, like, right on the Thames, which at the time was disgusting, like, the river. And we see it later, it's, like, just
0: like a swamp. It's horrible. Is living in a fireplace an anti-Semitic trope, too? I'm, like, that I'm not aware of because <laughs> maybe i, don't I mean know. i just assume like <laughs>
2: so okay i don't know if you guys grew up with the like nursery rhyme about old mother hubbard and she lived in a yeah. shoe mm-hmm. yeah that's what i don't know when i saw Fagan's place with all those kids because she had so many children she didn't know what to do and yeah. i was just yeah, like yeah. is this inside a shoe <laughs> All I thought was of Old Mother Hubbard watching, yeah. like this, the uh, you know where they lived and all, because the, there were so yeah. many children.
1: Like I'm pretty I sure he yeah.
2: just put Oliver in a basket. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they'd like, where? he's like, where can I sleep? And he's like, over hey, here. Oh, luckily yeah. the dog died last week, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before Oliver goes to sleep, I think this is where Fagin kind of very briefly teaches him about pickpocketing. but yeah. also lies to, to Oliver about what Oliver's going to need to do to sort of earn his keep there. And he says it's going to be making wallets. Not unlike what Tammy had to do at school. Yeah, exactly. you <laughs> saying. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm telling you. It was, I, 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 was, I was, you know, a little thrown off when they were like, here, Tammy, you could just stay here and sleep in this basket. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I was like, alright, I guess I do have a lot of wallets to make
1: (laughs) I do have a lot of felt wallets to make So these kids are like amazing
0: at pickpocketing. Yeah, particularly as these, like Brad said, these wallets are like
1: the size of
0: yeah. I don't know, they're so big. I mean, yeah. some of these kids, like uh, the wallets is bigger than the child. Like I don't know what's happening. Yeah, like, yeah. it's gonna take two of them to carry them that off. Yeah, and they don't just uh, steal wallets; <laughs> they're stealing like
1: silk handkerchiefs and then um, removing the, you know, if they um, have like the initials on them. Obviously, so yeah. they can sell them, I guess. And no, they're melt. They're stealing like anything, like watches, whatever jewelry. Then they can melt down. On the silver and stuff. yeah it's so it's, it's a crazy. whole
2: operation i mean mm-hmm. you know and it, it with dodger it's like dodger makes um oliver feel at home right away and that he's mm-hmm. one of them and um and again like from oliver's perspective it's like yeah this is better than where i was i don't know what this yeah. mess is but it seems like everyone here is nice to me so yeah. he's willing to do milk, whatever
1: yeah.
0: you think if you had all these handkerchiefs you could wipe like the fucking dirt off <laughs> your face at some point it's
1: look brad it's london in the 1800s you ain't wiping that dirt off uh, it's basically the whole of london is like covered in in smog uh, like it's just not gonna happen brad i'm sorry i'll warn I you like for it. when you And literally visited. like
2: when we see them running around the areas of london like later on it it's just like everything is in mud or covered in mud like every. Yeah. what like,
1: was like uh, yeah.
2: yay, yay. it was crazy like they like, how they, did anyone a lot of survive the living like... there and not die of everything <laughs> they yeah. did <laughs>
1: they
0: die of everything. yeah that's, that's what they did
2: <laughs> I mean they the, did the, the, but the also bed. somebody survived because <laughs> there's
1: still people around. yeah true yeah, it's true. But like, and I just uh, don't know uh, they how they had... anybody survived. <laughs> <laughs> like, there were buildings that were, like, just black because of smoke, and, like, you know, they would have to clean them, and, like, even buildings, like, were being cleaned, you know, in the, you know the last sort of 50 years or whatever and um, you know to, because they were just blackened because of like all the all the shit that was in the air because of like burning coal and everything I mean it's just disgusting. Yeah it's real gross. It's all just. The Thames, the Thames is still disgusting. Don't don't go swimming in the Thames people. Will it be swallowed up whole like all that jewelry? Yeah you will be swallowed up whole. Oh my or god. Or maybe if we went in the Thames we could find that jewelry. It's I'm not
2: it? going in the Thames. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not sure why are even
0: <laughs> saying that
2: as if that's a thing yeah, I'm I would doing like, in the Thames though on the plus way.
0: side that jewelry is cleaner <laughs> in the Thames than it <laughs> probably was <laughs> seriously
2: yeah um so Fagan has some other friends. He's yep. got uh Bill Sykes. Yep. Who up until this point we we know that he's a burglar. He steals things because yep. he actually like turns things over to Bill, which he feels it feels like he's selling them to Bill. Or sorry, selling them to Fagan, and I guess like Fagan
0: just is I think Fagan's defense. I think that's yeah, his Fagin's name. Ah, defense.
1: Got it. he like um evaluates like what there is and what it's worth and stuff. So that's why he um we find out like when Bill does a job and he gives stuff to fagin there's like one brooch and it's worth like 10 times everything else that's there so fagin of course keeps that for himself and then he probably you know gives bill the money for you know his cut of the rest of yeah stuff, you know and because i don't think bill has any idea i mean he knows like oh this is silver this is whatever it's going to be valuable but he doesn't know like how valuable he's not good at like yeah you know yeah he's bank, um like
2: and he's really was a, it seems like, uh, and I, I got this impression. He was, he used to be part, part of Fagin's like kid gang. Yes. He like grew up with Fagin. So yeah. Mm. That's also, I think, why he probably goes to Fagan. If Fagin's used to doing all this and he's used to dealing with Fagin, it's like... Because you also have to think doing. of what
1: happens to these kids when
2: they are no longer kids. kid. Yeah, yeah, they're not... Fagan's cool. kicking that...
0: Well, most of them are out. dying of black lung from like, yeah. being alive. Um, <laughs> yep. um, and then some of them are getting arrested and then dying of black yep. lung in prison. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So he's and just the, the only rest, one that's
1: uh, yeah, and he's raising these kids on like moldy sausages and gin. Oh mm-hmm. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. So
2: Bill, Bill has grown up basically around all of this forever. Um, yeah. he is violent. Like Fagin is even kind of scared of him. Um, Fagin's a little weasel. Oh well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, still. Uh, mm-hmm. And then. Bill is dating Nancy. He's married as so. well. Yeah, is he? Yeah, I think he is. Um, I don't I, think so. I was gonna say oh. I'm not sure if no, maybe in the or- original oh, documentation, maybe. but in the um,
0: documentary together, we watched, yeah. they were yeah. just yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, common law. Yeah, by you know, yeah, definitely. modern standards, sure, but
2: yeah. Um and Nancy has also grown up around all of this.
0: This is yeah. this yeah. has
2: been her life forever. Um,
1: you know, I feel because yeah, in... I wonder why like Fagin doesn't have any girls in his gang, and you would think that they would also be useful because like people might feel you know like a, a young girl is a bit less suspicious. Yeah, but,
0: like, I, just... I don't know. Well, Nancy worked for oh, she... yeah. Fagin. Oh yeah, yeah she yeah. did
1: work for him. It's just weird. There's yeah. no girls at the moment, so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I just have a feeling they put girls to work in other ways.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um and
2: uh, you know Nancy works at a pub um but this is just the life that she's grown up around this is you know
1: everyone loves Nancy as well, yeah. Right? She's well, she's great, <laughs> very friendly. She sings songs mm-hmm. to the customers. She's got her friend Beth, who also works at the pub. I think Beth like sells chestnuts outside. It looked like she was selling chestnuts at one point,
2: yeah.
1: Roast chestnuts, yum, 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 yum,
2: yum. very yum. Yeah, in fact, like in the original uh, documentation around Nancy, just some additional background, they don't go into this in the uh, documentary. But her, while her exact age is not mentioned, uh, it says that she has has been a thief for 12 years and began working for Fagan when she was half Oliver's age so she's yeah she's probably around between 17 to 20 Probably in yeah. there.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know Bill Sykes uh, during the events of this, he was around thirty-five. So, oh god, <laughs> yeah, he's described as around five and thirty. Yeah, so and like,
2: uh, she apparently told somebody, and this was a quote from Nancy: "Was I'm younger than you would think to look at me, but I am well, I'm well used to it." Ugh, because yeah. she just lived such a life. I'm yeah. well, everybody at that time <laughs> lives such a life in the eighteen yeah. hundreds. <laughs> it's and like, like look, it's also... like looking at pictures from the
1: eighties, and I'm
2: like. Why does it everyone is. in high school look like m- they middle-aged accountants? Like, I don't yeah. understand.
1: <laughs> Bill Sykes is also never seen around the area without his dog, Bullseye.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cool dog. Yeah, he's a very cool dog. That dog turns on him real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, does does. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, so Nancy is like... She kind of... She seems to almost mother these children as well. Like, she really, mm-hmm. you know, th- kind of, like, looks out for them. When I she when a lot she of can. them, like,
1: love her as well. Like, yeah. So an older sister. I think Dodger might have a little crush on her.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean,
1: I would. <laughs> I'd have a crush yeah, on her. Awesome. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. Like, you're you're a child
2: an orphan child who has no parents and then you have someone who's kind of like older and almost like a mother figure that you don't have it's like yeah as a yeah. as a young kid. Um yeah, so Fagan sends the boys out for a day for the day to go ahead and start working and uh Dodger decides that Oliver can go out with them.
1: Yeah, it's Dodger, Oliver, and Charlie, I think. Yeah. Like Charlie and Dodger are kinda like veterans of people. Yeah. Um but, uh, so Dod- Oliver is not very good at pickpocketing. No. Well,
2: but like to to Brad's point, like how can you I don't know how any of these kids are good I, at this. Yeah. 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 So Dodger Dodger's the one that steals the wallet from Mr. Brownlow but Oliver is the one that's apprehended. But Oliver just like runs away real quick
1: too. Yeah. Because he freaks out. Um, yeah, because even Mr. Brownlow says he didn't see Oliver steal it. He no. like Oliver ran away, so he assumed that Oliver stole it. Yeah.
2: I really thought that Oliver was a goner when he almost got ran over by that train as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. you got me jumping under trains, Oliver. Yeah. What are you
2: doing? I also thought he was yeah. a goner when they put that meat blanket on him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't like that. That, <laughs> I was like, no, don't hide from the law Ugh. by pretending to hiding in a butcher's, like, meat no. A meat sleeve. A <laughs> Meat yeah. sleeve, <laughs> <laughs> oh. gross. Yeah,
0: you can't do that. No, oh. no I just kill me. I'd rather. <laughs> yeah.
1: You've never hidden in a meat sleeve, Brad. <laughs> Ugh. And also,
2: it wasn't very good. They found him right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like you You're are just in a meat
0: slime. Oh, You're just covered in ew. meat slime slime no reason.
1: Old meat slime, meat slime. 1800 <laughs> meat slime. Why did the he just the side the other the side of the,
0: the, the meat? Luckily, the of like the of like, coal of the that is covering him, <laughs> uh, I of protected him from the the fucking bacteria from the meat slime. Yeah, from the cholera
2: or the <sighs> But yeah, so Oliver is the and he's taken to court and uh, side bill and nancy to go to court to just make sure that oliver doesn't say anything that leads it back to them because they yeah, don't care about peach. oliver they're just scared scared of themselves being cut. clearly well they particularly don't care about oliver because they no. just yeah
1: on. yeah
2: um yeah. poor oliver is too scared to even speak at
1: court yeah he's so tiny yeah he's a very and tiny this, child this judge is the worst i mean was that judge drunk you know. yeah yeah Absolutely he is. I mean, Judge Brad, I know you'll be a lot fairer than this judge.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ugh, God. I mean, fuck, fuck these judges, like... Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Um, so...
2: Yeah, you know, he he's too scared to speak. And then there was a, a witness, Mr. Uh, Jessup, who's the owner of the bookstall, stall, where um, Brownlow was standing when he was getting robbed. And so he also says that Oliver is innocent. So Branlow feels bad for Oliver and takes him in, um, while Bill and Fagin send Dodger to follow him because uh, they don't know where he's going. They still think he could yeah. talk and all that stuff. So they're like, yeah, we can't let this little kid go. Yeah. This teen's child. Who's too scared to Mr. speak? Mr. Brownlow
1: lives in a nice area. Oh I my gosh! Mayfair,
2: like I think it's Mayfair. It's so nice. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't like random men taking in children, but <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> so but this movie
0: is all about r- random men you, taking in children. <laughs> like at every
2: turn, I was nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I kept looking back, going, "Who's on trial for this? <laughs> this documentary?" <laughs>
0: Like, there are, like, half a dozen people, like, <laughs> taking in, like, a random child. Yeah, that's what you do.
1: So, Claire, Ugh. have you been to Mayfair? Where? Uh, oh, yeah. I, have I, you I taken think, in I a child like there? I feel like it's meant to be Mayfair, but I don't know.
0: I think it, but, um, well,
2: it's um it's listed as Mr. Brownlow's house is in
1: Bloomsbury. Bloomsbury, sorry. Yeah, I've been to Bloomsbury, yeah. yeah. I mean, that it's all, like, nice affluent areas. You still see houses that kind of look like this. Yeah. Um, You know, in some areas. A lot of these, yeah, you know, you still see... Areas
0: like this. I mean, I've been to Universal Studios. It looks, uh, it looks similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: my house looks exactly like this. So. Oh, nice! Um, I mean, like the whole row of houses, like is my house. Yeah, I
2: just, I like that he lives in like this, like a higher end part of town that is not all black and muddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in Bloomberg Square, right in front of him, is like everyone is selling their goods because they know this is where yeah. the money's. <laughs>
1: I was like, in it's my like an favorite, old school like. Farmers market. <laughs> oh no! It's, it, like there's strawberries, there's milk. My favourite is the guy who he was offering to grind knives to people, and he's just going knives, knives, grind. <laughs> he's my favourite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, look, if you need your, some people need to grind their knives, so. Yeah, exactly, I like
1: him. Um, I do not like this guy who apparently lives also in the square, in the park, in the middle of the square, up a tree, and it plays his flute. Like, who is this guy? Yeah, I that guy's like gonna it. take
0: in a child, for sure.
1: Seriously, talking about snatching kids, this guy.
0: Would you like, like to come no. up to my tree? Mm?
1: <laughs> He's like a real, like, Tom Bombadil guy, and I don't trust him. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Um You're
2: not like this guy. Oh, I will I also will mention for those who have not watched this documentary if you plan to um it does have an intermission. So this is after that. So so go- you can
0: take a little break and be like, "Oh my god, do I have to finish <laughs> watching this for a podcast?" I mean, it's a long documentary. it's yeah. So long. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a, a
2: a real sound of music situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but stuff happens in Sound of Music yeah.
2: so many there's like 50 storylines in
0: Sound of Music yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. there's so many this, like, so many crimes like I don't know if we could cover that for the Sound of Music because we'd have to like do multiple episodes because there's so many different things happening
0: yeah I don't <laughs> even it's know like this this uh, um film version of this documentary uh, cuts out so much of the yeah, the plot that's relayed in the uh, you know original source material yeah yet yeah. somehow somehow it's still this long and ponderous. Yeah, yeah, they don't
1: even mention that Oliver had a half brother. Yeah, uh, was it Edward? It was Monk. But I can't remember yeah. was it Edward Monk's. Yeah, which I know from like what like reading and watching other adaptations.
2: Yeah. Um. Uh, well, in this one, Oliver is like, uh, rightly so, super happy with his turn of luck. <laughs> they yeah. Said, Ended up at Mr. Brownlow's place. Like, oh, this is nice. This is is an actual bed. I'm wearing actual clothes. I probably... Well, he probably didn't take a bath because it's the 1800s. But, you know, it's possible. It's possible. I'm not covered in... All the mud. Not all of it.
1: They they let me shake some of it off
2: before I I came in the house. Yeah.
1: They shook him out the window like they were shaking those
0: rugs. I mean, you see these guys with the ladders going up to... I'm sure they're just, like, cleaning off, like, the fucking, like, black soot uh, exactly. off of the building yeah. like that's their job earlier, every day in the
1: documentary as well like kids were also chimney sweeps
0: oh. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh. were they chimney sweeps or were they just in black <laughs> i can't tell <laughs> <laughs> is there a difference <laughs>
2: um so mr brownlow uh, sends Oliver to go return some books with a five-pound note to some, to the Not booksellers. It's really a good
1: idea when I know you think this kid's innocent of black crime, but I don't know. Like it's very trustworthy, Mr. Brownlow. Yeah. Um, so we also see that
2: uh Oliver notices a portrait of a young girl, and Mr. Brownlow says that um actually notices Oliver's resemblance and says that's his niece Emily, who disappeared years ago. And uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Brownlow suspects that Oliver might actually actually. actually or, I, well, I don't know if it, I, I guess Oliver also, uh, that, sorry. Well, she Brown looks like Oliver like,
1: in, a, yeah. in a female wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> but it's
2: also, like, a drawing, like, a little sketchy sketch that I was like, yeah. how can this look like anybody? <laughs>
0: um, a- can I just say that in the production I was in, there's a there's a song about when he sees the thing, um, that, like, there's something about her face, but the the, the little kid that played Oliver, who was great, um, but, like, some when he saying this. He always had this look on his face, like there's something about her face. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and it was constantly hilarious for for us. I
2: really <laughs> thought what you were gonna say is for the production. They went ahead and put that kid in a blonde wig, <laughs> like a little wig.
0: <laughs> and no, I think they just up. had a shitty painting that was hard to see from the audience. So, uh, well, if if anybody is doing a
2: production of Oliver, that's what you need to do. <laughs> you need to
0: take yeah,
2: a kid, put put a wig on, take a picture. I just
0: remember this this like you know tiny child that was playing Oliver like like our director just came ahead and give him the note of like well you need to look like you need to look like you're not scared of her it's your mother <laughs> <laughs> you you look like you're terrified of your picture of your mother <laughs> was this director David Lynch? <laughs> uh, no, but equally kooky. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, so
1: meanwhile while this is has been going on obviously tammy like fagin's like we need to get oliver back he could oh yeah identify us and they decide that obviously um fagin can't go and this person can't go so they decide to send nancy who is not happy about it
0: yeah i mean guys guys this kid's living the good life he doesn't give a fuck about your yeah, poor people shenanigans thing. now like yeah. that's how it works he's already forgotten you exist yeah. Well,
2: and I, well, I thought it was even just that they wanted to end up sending Bill, and Nancy kind of stepped in and was like, "Oh, I'll I'll go. He needs to see a friendly face,
1: <laughs> like because no, she refuses to go. And then I think that's does when Bill they make her go up. with him? Yeah, he yeah, does. yeah. Because Bill goes with because her. Because she's like, leave him alone. <laughs> he's he's in a nice area, or whatever. Like, exactly what you said. But Bill yeah. is like, you know, you do it. Yeah. Or else, or yeah. else, maybe. I'll, or else, I'll give you a hug. I don't I don't think
2: Bill's known for his hug unless they're death hugs. But he gives great hugs. It's a real creep. Yeah, it's a giant re- <laughs> coat. He's like, I'm a hugger, guys.
1: No. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs>
2: Um, but they do snatch up Oliver as he's stopped and watched a puppet show. And um,
1: this is not just a puppet show. <laughs> do you not know what this puppet show is? I don't remember. It's Punch and Judy. Oh. You know Punch and Judy? I am aware yeah, of
2: Punch and Judy. You don't
1: really see it anymore because it's all about domestic
0: violence. So, you know. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah. So, it's and a there's, like, and there's does... other
0: entertainments now, which didn't exist yeah. at the time. Exactly. Like, there's literally <laughs> any other entertainment
1: yeah exactly (laughs) but it does end up like some people might say that the with punch and judy it kind of i don't know foreshadows um like the, what happens at the end of this documentary, because Punch, um, I think Punch, like, beats, a uh, uh, Judy with a stick. God. Yeah. There also, I think, is a hanged man later in it. Well, either way, they go ahead and bring him back to Fagin, and, um,
2: Sykes, uh, you know, he demands a five-pound note from Fagin because they found that on Oliver, and, uh, he says mm-hmm. he he went through all the trouble of kidnapping Oliver, so he should get that. And then Fagin mm-hmm, can true. go ahead and keep the books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start library. An yeah. Um, and Oliver again, scrappy little kid. He slaps Sykes. Sykes is about to hit him and uh, with a belt, and Nancy stops him.
1: I thought he was about to give him his belt because he knows that Oliver didn't have one.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, like, no, that's not what was going like, to happen. You need to
1: no. put your trousers up. That's what needs to happen.
2: No, no. Oliver's had those trousers since he was three, I don't think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's wearing his fancy clothes now. And <laughs> oh, yeah, his <laughs> So, I mean, you can't do a belt and suspenders. Like, well, he still doesn't here. have a
1: belt. Maybe um, maybe Sykes was going to give Oliver his belt and he's going to take his suspenders. He was like, those are some fancy suspenders. Like,
2: no, no, that's not what Sykes was going to do. No, uh, no. <laughs> he was okay.
1: going to beat that child.
2: Um, so uh, Nancy's starting to like be like, maybe I'm not in the best domestic situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I do understand, besides the fact that She's probably, like, you know, I think women are just used to being beat, especially at that point in time in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, this is just what she's lived forever. Like, she's so used yeah. to it.
1: Well, she says she's never gonna have, like, a happy home or this kind of thing. That's just not for her. Yeah. And even though that's not for her, she still enjoys her life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Bill even tells her, like, basically, like, hey, uh, you're living, so that's better than not living. <laughs> like, you're... <laughs> cool <laughs> um, thanks i don't know bill
0: <laughs> thanks appreciate it appreciate the vote of confidence yeah <laughs>
2: Um, and Fagin, like, tries to act as an intermediary, but, uh, and he, he tries to tell Bill to calm down, which doesn't, I don't think he's a person you tell to calm down. No. Yeah. Um, and when, uh, Fagin suggests him calming down, he goes ahead and picks Fagin up, uh, by his neck, and gives this, like, speech about (laughs) fucking chickens, Chickens. and, like, (laughs) wringing his neck like a chicken, and I'm just like, Oh, I don't I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Fagin also did not like it,
1: by
0: the way.
2: Fagin <laughs> you
1: know, does kind of look like a chicken.
2: Yeah,
0: he does. Um, is calling somebody a chicken an anti-Semitic uh, trope that I'm not aware
1: of? <laughs> I, I just assume just...
0: anytime anything's happening with Fagin, it's some very specific like old-timey anti-Semitic thing that I'm not sure of. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: No, I think this one was just Bill warning him he's going to murder him. <laughs>
0: like I'm pretty
1: oh, sure that was giving it. him culinary tip uh, of how to prepare a Christmas no
2: no no, no no um yeah and also he said that if like him or oliver or anything like that has transpired so far leads authorities
1: back to their hideout that bill will kill fagan yeah um so they so nancy does go and help them yeah you know it's natural that she really hated doing it and i think by that point she kind of made up her mind what she was going to do later
2: yeah and we do have like this moment where after he's been like seriously threatened by Bill where Fagin has this moment of like mm, maybe being a thief isn't a good thing but then he turns around mm-hmm. right away like meh yeah, it's it's what I, yeah. yeah cause yeah. I, I
0: am just like mm, you're so old at this point Fagin <laughs> like what else are you yeah. gonna do uh, I mean, can you not just cash out? Like, you got a box full of stuff. You're an old man. Like, how much yeah. do you need?
1: You I don't, got a box full of stuff in the mail. I think he
0: gets, like, a, a high also
2: off of all of this oh, of thieving. So yeah. I, I think it's more than just the actual wealth.
1: I think he would say that he cares about the boys. Well. Mm, I don't know if he cares about the boys. I think he'd throw any of them under a bus. I end. think he would ex- absolutely, oh, yeah. 100%. Th- Maybe not a bus. It would be a car.
2: In those yeah. He, w- he would throw them. off of a a bridge into that mud at a second's notice. No problem. Uh, So Mr. Bumble decides, and he ends up visiting Mr. Brownlow after he has begun searching for Oliver's origins, Um, and they present a locket that belonged to Oliver's mother, who arrived at the workhouse penniless and died during childbirth.
1: Um, I'm amazed they still have that. I would have thought they would have
2: sold it. You know, been like, well, that's our property now. You know what I mean? Uh, The only reason I thought that, okay, well, I guess it makes sense is because if it was like a really nice locket like maybe that would have belonged to a family that would have had money that they could have exploited later oh, which is yeah, exactly what they try to do well, try <laughs> I mean yeah exactly yeah. you're right so um, but if they, it was like a so-so item I'm sure they did I'm sure there's plenty of things that they just sold that these kids were left with in some way shape or form and they just sold Um, and Mr. Brownlow does recognize the locket as his nieces and he throws a Mr. Brownlow and Cor- uh, Corny out. And, uh... Yeah. He's pissed. He's like, why yeah. the fuck you come over here, like, and trying to take money from me and collect a reward? And you know, yeah, absolutely. it's just it's and,
0: real trash monsters.
2: Yeah, yeah, and also like he knows that these fools run a workhouse and everything. It's like he just is like, these are garbage humans. Oh.
1: They realized as well that when obviously when she went missing, um, she was pregnant. That's why she ran. Yeah, was, there was this whole shame about it, and you know, yeah, that would never happen so today. Never. Yeah, of course Mm-mm.
2: not. Yeah, and just like in the 1800s, women would never be forced to carry a child full term or anything like that. Never. That never happens, honey. What do you mean? It's this is so, like, I think the longer we've done this podcast, like, the more pissed off I get. <laughs>
1: you realize how things change
2: Uh, yeah it's just especially when we do these old-timey crimes it's like if we do a recent crime it's like okay i can imagine because it's like recent so whatever but yeah when we do these old-timey crimes then it's like oh this could like happen now (laughs)
0: like honestly like
2: truly I could see a workhouse popping up in the US or us finding out there's still a workhouse
0: where children are just
2: being used as labor here.
0: Like, mm-hmm. I just- Oh, you mean like recently when like it was like uncovered that they had a bunch of undocumented children that yep. they were uh, having work in a factory? Yep. hmm Oh, God. Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs>
1: It's gross. Um s- I still don't know why why so Sykes decides to take Oliver on a burglary. Yes. I still don't understand why he decides to take Oliver in particular. Because he says cause he's small. Yeah. Because he can kids you out the window. But there are kids there that are just as small and who are more practiced at thieving than Oliver. I
0: yeah, I think I, I think he was hoping to have a chance to fucking kill him. <laughs> That's what I think yeah. too.
2: Yeah, I thought either that or like if they get caught like this is a kid who's already been caught Stealing before, oh, like you know, like he's just. An, I i feel like Oliver is a real easy mark yeah. for anything that Bill wants to manipulate and use him for. Um, and of course, the robbery fails because <laughs> <laughs> Oliver doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> he's doing, uh, and wakes everyone up.
1: Oh, the bit, the moment when, um, like Sykes looks through the letterbox at Oliver, I was like, oh,
0: nope, yeah, hard pass.
2: Oh, and I can't remember what were the name of the dogs in that
0: house. Uh, oh, in the house? Oh, my I- god.
1: remember he because he had great names
2: yeah i yeah because the guy actually says their names too and i can't think of it off Uh, um well anyway good dogs good dogs came running Mm -hmm. they were (laughs) they were ready to take on whoever was trying (laughs) to hurt their owners it was uh and i was just like oh my god cute dogs that's that's pretty much
0: rufus and dragon thank you that was it (laughs) <laughs> so cute love it I mean there's just some real dog heroes in this movie it's just all yeah. great dogs yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: uh, terrible humans per use great mm-hmm. dogs <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> I mean isn't that just the world <laughs>
2: yeah i think dog should just be able to just own the world and all of us just die off like i just
0: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely
2: because it's just humans are the worst um sorry we had to interrupt but i needed to remember those dogs names uh so thank you brad i appreciate that Mm.
1: Uh, let's see. Where was I? So whoever the owner of the house is, see Bill Sykes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the house, trying to trying to rob the house. So yeah, he's been made.
2: yeah. So, um, and while Oliver and Sykes. Are gone. Nancy also fears for Oliver's life. Clearly, she's concerned what Bill's going to do to him. So she goes and finds Mr. Brownlow, um, confessing her part in Oliver's kidnapping. And but uh, she doesn't name Bill or Fagin. Yeah, she doesn't name yeah, either of yeah. them. But she promises to return him to Mr. Brownlow at midnight on the London Bridge. Um, mm-hmm. Then uh, and then she goes off to work. And is you know, Mr. Brownlow is like, you need to tell me who this is. And she just mm mm-hmm. because i i think too like if she leads the authorities to sykes and Fagan, it's not oh, like yeah. just they're gonna be taken down it's like all yes. the kids oh, would yeah, be yeah, taken yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's a Everybody's whole thing fucked. yeah yeah so as much as i like, think she just doesn't want to be around bill and is scared of him it's like uh, there's not really she any good option no. no yeah um so sykes and oliver are there and sykes actually tells bullseye his dog to guard uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Card Oliver in the in the tavern, in the tavern.
1: Yeah. yeah like watch yeah. watch this kid this looks like it's under a railway bridge i'm not sure exactly where this tavern is it probably doesn't exist anymore it looks like it's under a railway bridge because it's like a kind of archway yeah area it's right by the river so it's a massive tavern that though that tavern is big no. <laughs> Yeah, it's why, probably why it doesn't exist anymore because it's all been, all that space has been gobbled up for yeah. the Yeah.
2: The
1: housing. Um, so Nancy
2: wants to get Oliver out of there, but, you know, she can't because Bill kind of is watching her every move. Like a fucking nightmare human. And um, so she creates a distraction. So she gets the whole bar up and singing. My favorite way of doing a distraction through someone dance. Yeah, I mean, clearly. <gasps> also, okay. I was concerned about the bar you went to today, Claire, that I was like, shit's gonna gonna yeah. go down if
1: if everyone it, starts it singing did. and dancing. <laughs> It almost did, like, it was, it was, it was getting there. You gotta watch out
2: for those bar song and dance routines. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, we were all about the oompa party. Yeah,
2: yeah, and so she tries to kind of, like, (laughs) while everyone is up, she, she thinks that's enough distraction, she takes Oliver, um, but Bullseye ends up kind of alerting Sykes to, um, what's happening. I don't think he's a traitor, I think he's, like, freaked out. (laughs) Look, everyone is singing and dancing at at a bar sometimes that scares an animal maybe he's joining in he's singing as well very oh. very possible poor bullseye don't you ever call him a traitor yeah <laughs>
0: no, he's
1: awesome i love bullseye
0: Two-year-old.
2: um so sykes goes and follows uh, nancy and oliver um, and she, he catches up with them and grabs both of them and throws Nancy aside um, before trying to, you know, take off with Oliver. And so Nancy tries to stop him, um, but that just angers him. And he drags her behind a staircase and bludgeons her to death. Mm-hmm. It's really horrific. It's a really yeah. um, rough scene to watch, even though they here's... clearly in the documentary, you know, were shielding us from seeing everything. But Here's something horrific. When I was a child oh God. Um...
1: Did you find a bludgeoned body? <laughs> no. No. But when Did I was you a child body? <laughs> Yes, I bludgeoned body. When I was a child, um my family and I went to um a town like uh, outside of London, where um, for a while Charles Dickens, who was the documentarian for this, like lived, and there was a museum that was about the area, and it had a little section on him and like his written works and you know all the cases that he had spoken about and all this kind of thing. And there was various kind of like dioramas of of things from like the cases that he he kind of looked into. And there was a life size kind of case a glass case, and when you press the light, and I was a little kid, and when you press the light, and a little button, sorry. The light came on and it was a a life-size wax model of Bill Sykes huh. standing over, uh, kind of like exactly like in this documentary, standing over a thing. You could see Nancy's feet sticking out. Um, there was blood. And then there was Bullseye the Dog standing nearby. And they had had someone record what was known to be Nancy's last words, which is like, no, Bill, no. And it just played.
2: Oh, no. no. And I was a small
1: child. And I was like, oh. Ah! <laughs> Like, no, no, this is not appropriate for, and like, yeah, it was, it
0: was messed up, and I still vividly remember that. Oh,
2: God. Creepy.
0: Yeah, really weird. Creepy. That is a weird moment yeah. to want to yeah. capture her. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Out of all the things they could have captured out of this documentary, why that? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, asking for more no food, point. that's the scene you put in a little, yeah. like, diorama. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Nope, it was that bit, I guess, because maybe that's the crime um, the documentary you know, kind of mentions, but like, yeah, it was it was dark. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Not good. Uh, yeah. This go. is why you do
2: a, a true true crime
1: podcast with us now. <laughs> yeah. It I, scarred um, you,
2: and you're like, I need <laughs> to talk me, about these and things. And one day, I need to talk about this case. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> <laughs> get it out that's horrific <laughs> like yeah
1: I, it's so horrible is that there now yeah, I, like
2: is it is that like a I thing I don't know. I've never
1: been able to track down like where it was but I I rem- like I vividly remember it um, yeah cause it's ingrained in you yeah, it's yeah, yeah. trauma I, I, I haven't been able to track down like where the actual thing like I know where like the town was and everything but I don't think like I haven't been back there since um because it's like somewhere you don't go very often um this town but um yeah, it's it's kind of horrific.
2: Yikes. I don't like any of this. <laughs>
1: If I ever go there again, guys, I'll send you a postcard. But yeah, like, I agree with Brad. What a weird moment to immortalize from this documentary. Yeah. For a a place where children also visit. Um,
2: well, so Bill, like, wastes no time, by the way. He just has murdered Nancy. And then he looks, he sees Oliver, and is like, get the fuck over here, let's go. And, like... Kidnaps his child. Well, because we, Oliver's now seen him do yeah, that, so well, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't quite
1: yeah. hide it <laughs> very well. <laughs> and it is... But also, it's, also Bullseye has seen
2: it. Yeah, more importantly, Bullseye has seen it. Because um, Bullseye, who was running with them, comes back to where Nancy uh, died and gets the police and the dog's uh, the dog also leads Mr. Brownlow and an angry mob to the thieves' hideout. Like, yeah, Bullseye's like, let's get this fucker. I think Bullseye love Nancy like everyone loved Nancy. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck off, Bill. Because I can't imagine, like, someone who's that violent is probably also violent to animals.
1: Mm-hmm. No Bullseye, though. I could
2: see him beating Bullseye. I think Bill
1: loved
2: Bullseye. Love Bullseye. Mm, no. I think no.
1: he loved
2: Bullseye more than he loved Nancy. He, they, he loves Bullseye more than what? Than he loved Nancy. Yeah, sure, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't beat the dog. No, nah, he's They're... threatening
0: the dog with a crowbar. Yeah, like, I yeah. Mean... That's true. Yeah, that's why... Uh,
2: yeah, that uh, it's like Bullseye's like, yeah, no thank you. I'll go ahead and stick with Nancy on this one. Um, so... Bill arrives at Fagin's and uh, demands money, and then says that he killed Nancy. No, Fagin um, guesses that he killed. It. Yeah, it's just yeah. disgusting. Um, but Fagin notices the mob approaching, and um, so everyone just like scrambles and runs off. Like I'm out of yeah. here.
1: Emergency exit.
2: Yep, Sykes runs mm-hmm. off with Oliver and tries to use him as a hostage.
1: And, yeah, because um, Brownlow is, like, there as well and he's like, "Oh you know, yeah, don't shoot
2: the boy and, I, Because, you know. well, everyone loved Nancy, right? So, I mean, well, Brownlow was there because to get Oliver, but everyone in that yeah. town loved Nancy, so everyone's after fucking Bill Yeah
1: yeah. Um, this is where we also see how gross the river thames
2: is yes uh, because while they're also running away um, Fagin loses all of his possessions and they just sink into the mud it's so it's I long. had a like a visceral reaction I was just like because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I like I thought I saw the mud earlier and obviously I saw how everybody was dirty but like uh, to fall and your shit just fall all in the mud and it like just sink in Whoa! it was so gross just, I mean like,
1: Tiny bridge thing that goes across the river to get to Fagan's layout. Yeah. That's just
0: like a plank. I mean this is literally what happened to the crown jewels of England under yeah. King John, though. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, he literally true. lost them in the wash. Yeah. So crazy.
1: There's people that like um I can't think what it's it's officially called. They go to like te- it's called mud Yeah, Mud it something.
0: Is, yeah. And they
1: go to like the Thames and they walk along the mud at like low tide and they like find like all sorts. They found like things that are like Mudlarking. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds That's hundreds.
0: what it mud-larking, is. Mudlarking,
1: thank you. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe someone uh, Actually actually by it's
0: by it. it's pronounced mudlarking. <laughs>
2: mudlarking <laughs> (laughs) Malurking. Yeah. Yeah. They go out there and search the riverbeds. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard of that and I was like, I've been grossed out my entire life after hearing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't want
2: to do that. No. Why (laughs) why? If it's in the mud, guess what? The earth gets it now.
1: I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not getting it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it belongs to Old Father Thames now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um. Oh, cool. A syringe. Oh, Fun. god. Gray. A, a dead dog.
1: Um. Ray. Oh, a rat. When
2: Sykes is like trying to like I don't know get on the roof with this rope thing. I don't know what the fuck he's trying.
1: I have no idea what his plan was. I mean apparently in the original um you know documents that that Charles Dickens wrote he said that um i think it was slightly different to how it's done in this documentary it's like you know maybe he he was he was hung rather than be shot like bill sykes was but maybe it was intentional maybe it wasn't it's left ambiguous they don't really know what his issues were yeah whereas here he's like maybe trying to escape i don't know how and he's shot yeah but he is yeah he is shot um shut dead uh fagin
2: um also is like having a change of heart like oh maybe i can be good but then dodger comes around and is like ah eh, why <laughs> i'll be your new partner yeah we're yeah. we're partners and the the you know two of them walk off um while oliver's returned to mr brownlow yeah it's a uh, it's just uh, i'm sorry there's just too many things going on right now that i'm just like every human is terrible <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And so watching this documentary I also was like, "Ugh, why is everything miserable and disgusting?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to London. <laughs> uh, God. It's a rough. Maybe a rough if you guys crime. ever visit, I'll take you on a little tour of all the places that were in this uh, documentary. I mean, we <laughs> see we can find fake jewels. I'm not going my barking
0: ever. <laughs> hard pass. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many various documentaries out there that you could um, watch about Oliver, you also could see stage productions. Yeah, um, you radio plays. Yeah, plays. You could read the original um, mm. documentation about it. Stage
1: musicals, mm-hmm. animated um, musical. Yeah, yep, yep. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, isn't there one with a cat? <laughs> a cartoon with yeah, a cat. That's Oliver and Company.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, we again, we watched the uh, 1968
0: uh, Oliver exclamation point. The um, well, exclamation point is really. Really trying to sell something that I'm not yeah. buying. I don't know why there's an exclamation point. Like. I'm I'm morally opposed to exclamation points as is. I know,
1: I know this. But about after you. this,
0: after watching this in full in one sitting, mostly, <laughs> I, I'm doubling down against exclamation points. <laughs> You're not fooling me again. Yeah. It's...
2: Yeah. That
1: was the documentary.
2: Yeah, that was a, that was the the one again that we, we've uh watched, but uh, again, all all three of us have watched various forms of this in one way or other. Or participated mm-hmm. in it, so Indeed. um so it's actually surprising to me we did not have this on the list sooner since all of us had clearly got some connection to it. <laughs> um all right. So, uh, anything else before we go on to our next segment? I don't think of yeah, I was gonna say, uh, where are they now? All dead. This was in the mm-hmm. eighteen yeah. hundreds.
0: <laughs> yeah, so long dead. <laughs>
2: all dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright,
1: Brad, you want to tell us about our next segment? Yes, yeah, friends. It, it is it time. Um, judge, oh, Jury, boy. and Executioner because one of us will be judge, one of us will be jury, and one of us will be expert?
0: <laughs> Very rough. Claire? Hello? It is time for Judge, <laughs> Jury, and, and executioner. executioner. Yeah? Can you I be lost... the jury? Uh, Claire, we will not have a jury. We'll have no riff-raff on our podcast. No. We will have a judge. We will have a prosecution and a defense. We will not have an executioner because the death penalty is morally wrong, and we all have a jury because we don't want those riffraff on our podcast. And uh, you're on thin ice already, so Ooh. watch yourself, counselor. Well, luckily, um, I've
1: got ice skates. <laughs>
0: Well, you're going to need them, um, because uh, <laughs> this month I am judge. Oh, I'm good, Brad. Um Who is prosecuting and who is defending? Uh, uh, I I'm am defending. Yeah, I'm prosecuting. All right, all right. Well, get those ice skates nice and sharp. <laughs> uh, <coughs> as
1: sharp as my defense is. My defense strategy.
0: Yeah, so uh, this, this will be uh, the podcast versus Bill Sykes. Poor so, prosecution i am very interested to hear uh, what charges we're bringing today all right um
2: i think first and foremost but definitely not the only charge that i'm bringing against uh mr sykes is um the murder of nancy mm. um i can't believe i had to watch that claire i can't believe you had to witness that as a small child i
0: <laughs> <laughs> serious you know I mean. museum for
1: as we established, I saw a lot of dark things as a small child. Like, <laughs> unintentionally. So I also, no, animal, I also blame animal animal him for the sacrifice. fact that you had to
2: see that. So. <laughs> <But I'll, laughs> I I don't know yeah. if I could bring that as a charge uh, <laughs> because someone had to take you to go see that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: well, let me bring my parents into the
0: court.
2: <laughs> So I, I won't I won't bring charges against Bill for also having you witness that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh but absolutely murder of Nancy. I will say um, the kidnapping. One of the many times Oliver is kidnapped.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, which, uh, which, yeah, which one? are we referring
2: to? Um, so I'm going to say when he was kidnapped in front of the puppet show. Okay. Um, yeah, Oliver, like, that, that is the most kidnapped child
0: that's ever been kidnapped. Oh, well, you haven't seen Avatar the Wave Lisa Frank yet, so. <laughs> Seriously. Um... <laughs> that documentary, oh. Those kids get kidnapped, like, three times in a row.
1: Yeah.
2: Um... I can't. I feel like that's a documentary. Like, and I'm I'm not putting this out there as a request. Absolutely not. But uh, yeah, you guys would have to force me to watch it by putting it on this podcast. Because, Don't worry,
0: not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah I assume not, not.
2: Uh, so and that would probably be the only way I'd end up watching it. No, um, all right, so kid- not, kidnapping never. Oliver from the puppet show, um, I will say, uh, threatening the life of um, Fagan. Okay, hey. <laughs> hey.
0: clear, stop being anti Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I
2: want Brad to say, stop being anti Semitic. I think. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um and also animal cruelty against bullseye because uh bullseye totally turned on him and if he was and bullseye i feel like is a very loyal hero dog so he was mistreated no, no burglary um so i don't think we actually ended up seeing him burgle for it. I mean, he brought jewels, but he, I don't know where he got them. Like we didn't see him actually burgle anything. And then the other burglary he threw, he made uh, Oliver go in there which also just ended up not he didn't burgle anything there either because mm-hmm. Oliver was terrible at it. Mhm. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. I mean, so maybe just check? F- maybe forced burglary on Oliver. <laughs> <but>
1: <laughs> I don't know how, can how I can just I would check put that. Yeah, go ahead. We've got uh 1 2 three three, four charges. Murder of Nancy, kidnapping Mm. of Oliver, one of many times, uh, by many people, uh, threatening the life of Fagin and animal cruelty.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Okay, alright. And let me tell you some
2: charges I'm not bringing only because of the times, but honestly, I could smell him from watching the
1: documentary. (laughs) You'd have to put everyone in this on trial. Yeah, exactly. I
2: I just watched this and was like everything smells terrible right mm-hmm. now <laughs> like oh and he looks so fucking greasy i liked his coat oh god and
1: his little squashed hat his little squashed hat <laughs> i liked his little squashed yes, hat i'm sorry it's
2: so funny just hearing
1: his little squashed hat all right so <laughs> go ahead okay oh judge and prosecution judge brad who uh, as always looks fabulous fabulous i bought you some, uh, some hot.
0: Honey, Judge, you <gasps> get Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All
1: right. I, I, I'm sure you take bribes. I mean, gifts. Um, mm-hmm. Always. So I... <sighs> Bill Sykes... Bill Sykes, yes, he turned into a bit of a badden. I'm not going to lie, I can't disguise that. But here's the question, why? Why did he turn into a badden? He really had no choice. He is a product of his childhood and a product of, of how he was raised. Bill Sykes was a little boy, much like Oliver, much like Jack Dawkins. And he was raised by a man called Fagin who abused these boys and brought them into a life of crime. And all he knew from an early age was stealing stuff and violence. Uh, May I also point out that as we have in this documentary uh, mentioned a couple of times, um, they ate meat that was mouldy. Fagin gave the boys that he was raising mouldy meat. Um, we already know that meat makes boys crazy. We've got proof of that from when Oliver was in the Undertakers, and he suddenly go crazy. And they're like, "Why is he going crazy, yo?" And then the Undertakers like, it, it, "Mr. Bumble says it's because you've given him meat. If you give him gruel, you're not going to get any of this. Meat makes boys Adjection. crazy."
2: Objection. Uh, yes? I'd like to say that I do not trust Mr. Bumble as some kind of authority over what people eat versus how um, it makes them react.
1: Mr. Bumble was put in charge of many young boys. Boys exactly. by, uh, by the governor, by the state. So obviously he knows what is best for young boys. That's why he's giving them gruel. Sure, it's not the most exciting, but that's what they're gonna have. Did you see what the governors were eating? Those evil men that make these children work, uh, work hard in workhouses. They were eating meat. Meat makes you evil. This is why. I'm just saying, Mr. A Bubble,
2: not a scientist. Not a dietitian. Clearly not a dietitian. Uh, how do you not, a not a nutritionist. Not a doctor.
1: <laughs> Uh, how do you know he's not dr bumble come on like we don't know oh Uh, if
2: mr bumble was dr bumble (laughs) he absolutely would tell us that he was dr bumble he (laughs) would make us call
1: him dr bumble so we know that bill sykes as a small child was brought up by fagin was fed Uh, nothing but how to steal how to cheat how to swindle was raised on a diet of moldy meat meat already Uh, makes you crazy counselor counselor
0: (laughs) I just need to check one thing Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure are you engaging in anti-semitic tropes I'm just checking (laughs) never 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 again it's hard to tell sometimes yeah it's hard to tell sometimes with this documentary I I agree I agree Mm
1: -hmm. but me never Uh, moldy meat moldy meat's gonna make you crazy judge of course it's going to nobody wants to eat moldy meat who knows what that did to his brain it's like messed him up in all kinds of ways. So this poor boy, who's grown up, and all he knows is uh, is stealing and cheating and growing up, and everything going on around him is violence and 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 horrific. And then even when he manages to get away from stealing wallets and stealing this and stealing that, his only entertainment is to watch Punch and Judy, in which a man is also eating mouldy sausages and repeatedly uh, beats his wife with a stick. Are we still talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, uh, when, uh, when does, uh, in Punch and Judy, did they eat moldy sausages? Uh, I
1: know there were sausages, I'm assuming that they were moldy because, uh, Punch did not look like a rich man, and so I'm assuming they were also moldy sausages. Did you watch a different cut than me where the puppets <laughs> are eating sausages? Um, there are sausages in Punch and Judy, I'm very well aware of the story of Punch and Judy. Hot. Okay. Weird. <laughs> it's punch- we had to watch Punch and Judy a lot when I was a kid. There are sausages in Punch and Judy. Like
0: I, I'm aware of Punch and Judy. I'm, I didn't know we we had such a, a, a such a set uh, a plot yeah. to the Punch and Judy performances.
1: Yeah. There's sausages. There's a crocodile. There's a dog.
0: <laughs> it's ah, Claire. I just, I just wanted to take a moment of the court's mm-hmm. time to apologize for your childhood <laughs> because i mean (laughs) it is just thank you oh boy it it is a lot more
1: barren than i thought i'm just saying none of us (laughs) none of us growing up in london we have we never stood a chance just i I know the 80s were
0: bad in the uk but i didn't realize they were this bad that (laughs) that you would know the plot of punch and judy performances (laughs) absolutely i just Um, i want to give the court sympathies Um, Thank you I mean flowers would be welcome as well Oh, and I just want to say, I go on record as, uh, fuck Margaret Thatcher, because I'm no, sure seriously. she's certainly responsible for this. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And many other things.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, can I also point out, Judge, that um, Bill Sykes, yeah, he grew up thieving, he grew up robbing. But who did he rob, Judge? He robbed the rich, and he gave to the poor. He's a hero. He's like a modern-day Robin Hood. Well, not a modern day, but you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, uh, so he's robbing from the rich. Now, Judge, you wouldn't, you wouldn't dislike a man who robs from the rich rich and gives to the poor come on surely i'm sorry so i just want to one say one oh. the uh charges <laughs> yeah, i was just, gonna say i don't I'm, know which I'm of these I'm charges you're referring a, to i'm acting as a character as well as the defense
0: mm, interesting
1: this is a man his upbringing he had he had no chance and still he managed to uh rob the rich who should be robbed of everything they have and he gave to the poor uh otherwise known as himself and nancy and fakie <laughs> (laughs) And these poor, poor boys being brought up eating moldy sausages. Did he give things Um, to Nancy? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they they must be paying for stuff with Nancy. You know, like, Um, they lived together. Nancy also had a job. That's true. Well, uh, maybe he didn't give to Nancy, but he's also (laughs) a poor guy. No, you know what he did with Nancy?
2: He killed her. That's what he did with Nancy.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, All right, so so would you
0: like to start addressing the charges? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) So uh, in terms of the murder of Nancy, um, it was not murder. It was not premeditated. It was clearly a crime of passion. He didn't mean to do it. He didn't know that he was going to do it, he didn't plan it. I would understand if you were going with a charge of manslaughter, but this was not murder. Now judge, is it possible that um, Bill Sykes, he was angry, he was annoyed, he pushed Nancy over, I'm not going to deny that he pushed her over, and then she fell, she cracked her head on the pavement, we didn't see it, it was it was obscured from our view, and he was so angry and upset that he then beat that paving stone with his stick. We didn't see what he beat, Nancy could have died from the, the cracking her head on the pavement, And he was so angry at this paving stone, taking the life of his beloved Nancy, that he then beat the paving stone to smithereens. Is it possible, Judge? Is it possible? (laughs) Think with your heart, not with your mind, Judge. (laughs) You're just playing on the fact
2: that our Judge has a big
0: heart.
1: Yeah. And um, I do not appreciate that. I'm telling you, Bill Sykes is true interesting okay so i'm just saying if you if you'd brought up man maybe i do understand anything it was it, it was not planned it could not be classed as murder we do not know what happened it's possible that she cracked her head on the in the fall when he pushed her and i'm absolutely saying that could have happened and then he beat the paving slab because he was angry with the paving slab for killing nancy
0: <laughs> i didn't hear any any sounds of uh <laughs> i just <beating> <laughs> a, a paving slab well what would a paving slab Slab
1: sound like judge. Have you ever beaten a paving slab? To death?
0: Different than hitting a, a human.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Is it possible that that what we what we heard is not what happened?
0: Interesting. Okay. Interesting.
1: Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, okay. All right. So. Um, The kidnapping of Oliver. Look, Bill Sykes, he's got to protect his way of life. This little, this little shit turns up and immediately can't even, like... Can't even... Okay, not even, no, can't can't even, like, do pickpocketing. Can't even, like... Like play it cool. Can't even cloak his shit. Just stands there while Dodger and Charlie are doing doing the, the Lord's work, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. And he just stands there and um, gets caught. He's an idiot. He should have been hiding. He should have not been just watching what they were doing and getting himself caught. So of course they have to get him back. Because, do you know what? They're training him. They're putting in the time to train him as uh, doing the Lord's work, robbing for the rich to to give to the poor. And um, they put in that time to train him, and they know that what they want him to do is good, so that's where they're going to get him back, because they want to finish his training. That's what Bill Sykes was doing. He was getting Oliver back to continue his education. And Um,
0: who uh, uh, who would deny a small child an education? Wait, 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 Hold on, hold Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Um, so if they're taking him back so they can finish his his training to rob from the rich and give to the poor, but isn't the way that uh, wealth is transferred generally, um, within a family unit, so by staying in that household isn't he transferring wealth directly to himself that way? Well, no, because, you mean like, would he
1: have inherited any of the wealth? They didn't know at this point that he was related to the Brownlows.
0: But if he's, if He's living a life with him. He's yeah. taking from their wealth yeah. just in survival. He's taking more than well. Yeah, this but little... he's just—he's
1: just one person, like like Oliver is. So if he mm-hmm. went back to robbing um, rich people, then that money he's robbing is going to many more poor people. It's going to all the boys, Fagin, like everyone, Oliver. But in this case, it's just Oliver that's um, benefiting from it. So uh, really, Bill mm-hmm. Sachs is thinking about the bigger picture and how more poor people can benefit um, from stealing from the rich. If you think Mm. about it from a certain angle, Judge, I'm just saying. If if you could slant that
2: angle and then twist it and then maybe close your eyes and then absolutely.
0: (laughs) But before it was, he was stealing from the rich. Uh, Bill Sykes was stealing from the rich to benefit himself, not so much Nancy and also Fagan uh, by the the fact that he's the fence, which isn't really, you know, (coughs) sharing with him as much as uh, paying a necessary fee. So therefore, isn't, wouldn't Bill Sykes be doing just as much uh, communal thieving as Oliver's doing. Uh,
1: no, because Bill putt. Sykes is also uh, giving to the poor because he himself is poor. So he's standing for the rich to give to the poor, as in himself.
0: And didn't you say that Oliver was particularly, he was just standing deer in the headlights? He wasn't particularly good at this? Well, so, he wasn't so good wouldn't that be, be more it. successful at taking money from Mr. Brownlow by living in his household than being a lousy thief? Well,
1: we don't know because they hadn't fully trained. Oliver is yet. So, you know, Oliver had the potential there to be the the Prince of Thieves They just hadn't finished his training yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would also want to mention about the fact that um, Bill Sykes, poor little Bill, baby Bill Sykes, was raised on a diet of uh, moldy sausages and Punch and Judy. We also learn that um, the boys are also raised on a diet of gin. We all know that gin makes you crazy. So he really had no chance. (laughs) Like, I think this is diminished responsibility. You're given gin from a young age and moldy sausages and you watch Punch and Judy all day. Like, you've
0: got no chance. I say um, no. Uh, just, que- just a question. This? Uh, uh, just a question. Just just diet science question. Mm-hmm. If uh, moldy sausages will make you crazy and gin makes you crazy, mm-hmm. won't those cancel each other out no. and leave you perfectly sane?
1: No, it all makes you crazy. It makes you even crazier. All right, I'm saying ch- who knows what? Who knows what this diet has done to his brain? Hmm. He had no chance. No chance at all. I tell you, threatening the life of Fagin. Look, Fagin deserved it. He should be up on charges. Fagin. Uh,
0: oh, wait. Uh, <gasps> hold on. No, no, no. Sorry, just to clarify, is this um, <laughs> anti Semitism talking? Arr- uh, maybe. Okay. <gasps> okay. I'm not going to deny it's not. Uh, right. Fagin deserved
1: it like he was, like he, was <laughs> he, he was the true abuser he abused Bill Sykes his whole life he also Ooh. abused um, Nancy like Fagin did not Bill Sykes because he abused Nancy because he had her out thieving he brought her into this life of crime that she could ne- never escape okay this is all that Bill Sykes ever knew um, so this was he was really like the abuser and Bill Sykes had had enough at this point he was like oh man I've had enough of your shit and so he, he threatened his life because he's just grown up this is all all he knows his violence and crime, and his his gin brain. He was made into an alcoholic. Saying, when
0: you say when you say gin brain, we're referring to liquid gin, right? This isn't some new sort of anti-Semitic no, okay. term. I but don't I'm mean not... like a. Okay. I don't mean a gin like a DJ. Okay, this we have heard over on this I'm just checking. I like 1800s anti-Semitism is like slightly different, but there's just so much anti-Semitism now that it's hard to tell, especially when Fagin's concerned. <laughs> absolutely.
1: No, I mean Bill Sykes' gin brain. His adult okay. gin brain. Fagin basically made this guy into an alcoholic. Like, poor Bill Sykes. He's made him an addict, um, you know. And Bill Sykes has to go and, and rob and give to the poor himself. Because he's now an addict. And he has to feed that addiction by drinking every night in the tavern. Like, this is all Fagin's fault. So, absolutely, Fagin deserved to have his life thrown. Absolutely. Wow. Now, so, you're saying wow. that he
0: was, just, he was just trying to execute a, a final solution to that problem.
1: Mm, in some ways, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's say. Yeah.
2: And and let's uh let me remind the court that um the defences already mentioned that this could potentially already be anti Semitic. Just it could be. Just I putting, am, just putting it out there, just leaving it out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be. Uh
1: but uh, also in terms of animal cruelty, no, at that point, look, Bill Sykes was devoted to Bullseye. He cared about Bullseye more than he cared about Nancy. In terms of Bullseye and he, when he threw the crowbar at Bullseye, he was heartbroken that bullseye his beloved dog had betrayed him now judge if you had a little dog and that little dog betrayed you your heart would break everything you've been through your heart would break at that point everyone's abandoned you nancy's been murdered by a a, a a pavement slab a pavement slab um and now your little dog's betrayed you like oh it's awful like you know so in that point his heart was broken he had nothing left he was a man who'd had everything taken away from him he's the poor victim of this whole documentary I rest my case Wow. Okay, prosecution, would you like to respond yeah, to any of that? <laughs>
2: absolutely. Um, I'd like to start off with the fact that um, poor young Bill Sykes was a man of 35. When we already <laughs> mentioned on this podcast that by 14, you were an adult. So Bill Sykes has lived a life. He can no longer just be continuing to, uh, which I don't think he is, but the defense certainly is trying to blame his childhood for every issue that's come up. Uh, Absolutely. The guy is practically on death's door at 35 years so old. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> We can't continue to br- uh, blame um, food and drinks from, you know, 20 years prior. Th- that would have already went through his system. As far as I know, he's got, like, you know, kidneys, livers, things that automatically flush your system of toxins after a while. So, 20 years later, I think everything that's happened to him is his own fault, including the murder of Nancy. How dare you say... Uh,
1: please, please can I interrupt? Please can I interrupt? I've, um, just looked at the medical journals, which do state that drinking spirits like gin are more likely to induce negative feelings than any other type of alcohol. Sure, sure. After drinking spirits, they're more likely to feel aggressive, terrible He was raised on gin by by this guy Fagin. That was like twenty years prior. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Fagin got him hooked. Fagin got him hooked on gin and molded At, sausages. By thirty
2: five, he's allowed to make his own choices and not have gin anymore. No. Um, also, let's let's discuss this idea of murder and manslaughter. Okay? So, Mm -hmm. murder is intentional or knowing the cause that you're gonna cause the person death, or just intentionally or knowingly causing the death of an individual. And it also refers to intended to cause bodily injury. I do not think he picked up... A, a baton, stick thing that he beat Nancy with to not cause her bodily injury. He absolutely intended to cause her bodily injury. The idea mm-hmm. of manslaughter is when someone is reckless or and it's not intentional at all. He absolutely intended to cause Nancy bodily injury. He murdered Nancy. It is not manslaughter. He he could have stopped when he pushed her, but he did not. He continued. You he, did. Co-
1: he, he no, pushed her no. and she hit her head, and then he no, was he angry did not. at the pavement slab and he hit the paving slab. Claire, as a small child, you
2: saw that scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> I've you- it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do apologize um, to to the defense. I understand that this is a triggering day that you're having mm-hmm. to relive, so I yep. apologize. But he, he absolutely crying. killed Nancy. He, actually, he murdered her. It was not the sidewalk no. that murdered her. No, it was the sidewalk. No, no. And this kidnapping no. Oliver because he was a little shit. <laughs> Are you <laughs> kidding me?
1: <laughs> no.
2: He, he was going to live a happy life and also this
1: they could getting, have okay. if they, they were, were smart happy if life. they were, we're smart we're we're.
2: they could have used this as a long con situation to get money out of Mr. Brownlow who clearly they could have gotten long term financial gain out of Mr. Brownlow out instead of like trying to pickpocket these massive wallets that I am sure they only made so much a day on. because there's no way that half of those children were not being caught every other time they pickpocketed because those
1: wallets were so fucking big he might have had a like you know you say he would have had a happy life he would have grown up to be another rich asshole bill doesn't want that for him it's not bill's decision (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, not, why bill not? is
1: not his father his guardian
2: or anything else he's not even his friend uh can i just point out we never found out who oliver's father was <laughs> i'm is it possible no it is not The bill
0: it's not, is possible. we do we do know who oliver's father is it's just not in this documentary yeah
1: mm, i don't know um so, and then, is it It might be possible. Threatening Fagan's
2: life. (laughs) I'm going to leave that up to the judge, but I feel (laughs) like there might be some (laughs) anti-Semitism involved. (laughs) And the fact that, again, you're going back to this idea that he abused Bill and Nancy, um... Bill could have, at any point in time, threatened Fagin, and instead he chose the one time that Fagin could potentially turn on him. And he did not- I mean, Fagin did not turn he on him because everything time would, have, any. would have went down. And he definitely did not do it for Nancy. He definitely did not <laughs> threaten Fagin on Nancy's <laughs> behalf. In fact, he- he, about, he actually threatened Nancy before he threatened Fagin. I just didn't bring threatening Nancy into it because he murdered her, so I thought that was a, a much more important charge to bring to the court's attention.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: An animal cruelty. I think you're
1: letting your emotions carry you
2: away. No, no, I'm very clear-headed mm. right now. On this case, I'm concerned that your, your traumatic experience as a child has colored your opinion of this case. Um, and then as far as animal cruelty, uh, even, okay, (laughs) you said he cared about bullseye more than Nancy. Do you know how low that bar is? <laughs> <laughs> like He went to hell to find that one Because it doesn't matter That doesn't actually mean he liked the dog He clearly didn't care for Nancy either he t- Well, Counselor, I, I will point out
0: That, like, I I do think It is hard to argue that uh, I think he definitely cared about the dog More than the person he murdered in cold blood <laughs> he, he did, uh, can I he also did. Point That does out, not please, mean that
1: he did not uh, perform animal cruelty Can I point out that he did love Nancy? He said it himself. Nancy said to him, you do love me, don't you? And he said, of course I do. I live with you, don't I? But there's your proof. (laughs) He said it. He
2: also told but her I'm just that saying, basically he... like well, she's alive, so that's good enough. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I think I feel she like Bullseye all off. I'm saying is is when we're placing things on on how high Bill thinks on the scale of how much uh of importance Bill has in people, it's yeah. very low. It's extremely low. Uh, and uh, yeah. Sure he could have cared about Bullseye more than Nancy. Sure. That does not mean that he didn't he didn't uh perform animal cruelty to the point where Bullseye, who clearly is a loyal companion, let's not forget that Bullseye is a true hero, chose Nancy Mm -hmm. and finding Bill as Nancy's murderer and proving and finding him so that way everyone could go after Bill over Nancy's murder Bullseye knew what knew what was up. He wasn't choosing. I think Bill. Bullseye
1: was trying to find Bill at the end because he was like, I'm so sorry I betrayed you. Uh Bill. no, no. He went he was off with Bill originally with and then went back
2: saw Nancy and was like, Fuck that guy. He's treated both of us terribly. I'm going to go after him. On <laughs> in fact, <laughs> I think I think Bullseye did that just you know, because he's a hero and he wanted to capture Nancy's murderer, which is Bill Sight.
1: Which was the paving
2: slab. No, no. That's no, because then he would have just led them mm-hmm. right to the pavement slapping. He went after Bill. He knew the truth, Claire, but to you, that's the mm-hmm. thats the problem.
0: Interesting. All right. Interesting. So
2: that's, that's I what know, I got to I say. know Bill Sykes
0: <laughs> is true. Well, I've heard a lot of truth. Um, does anyone have any closing arguments they would like to make before I uh, consider uh, this? Bill Sykes is a child who was abused, and that shaped everything he was.
1: He had no chance in the world to be any different. Interesting. Um, Bill Sykes was a child real- that was
0: abused,
2: and then he was... Clearly, an old man by the time all of these crimes were committed.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I think I've got a lot to think about. So why don't you guys uh, talk amongst each other while I consider uh, this case? Sure. Right. Thank you. Also, maybe think about the fact that uh, if you read the original uh, uh, crime reporting on this by Charles Dickens, um, the novel refers to Fagin two hundred seventy-four times in the first thirty-eight chapters as the Jew. <laughs> so just think about that, And I'll, uh, I'll step into step uh, away for a second. <laughs>
1: Uh, also, in the original um, documentation, I believe that Bill Sykes was also Nancy's pimp as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Just because yeah, he loved it. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a great. Um, yeah, so I will say Claire, um, I am going to be... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm just like looking you, forward you don't to have this to congratulate
1: uh... me too much for no you. i'm I'm so. looking
2: I'm just I'm just looking forward to moving past this case because I know that this has triggered you a lot <laughs> and I feel so bad for that and and you know again
1: I'm- it's like it's like another memory i can't believe i haven't told you guys <laughs> just like when i witnessed the aftermath of an animal sacrifice i
2: mean i feel like this is this is bringing this whole <laughs> podcast is bringing up a lot for you and i i apologize on behalf of, of um, myself for and for me Brad. these uh, these memories <laughs> yeah and also i'm gonna
1: really dig into punch and judy because i do not think i <laughs>
2: Realize how
1: crazy oh. it was. So Punch and Judy is insane. That's why you don't really see it anymore. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <stuck. laughs> all right,
0: I'll rise, all oh. rise. Before before we get any further into the dark well of Claire's Punch and Judy <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <oof>. <laughs> I don't like that. Yes. Uh, future case file. <laughs> Punch and Judy. Uh, um, well, have had a lot to think about here. Um, uh, very interesting points were mm-hmm. made. Thank you, thank you. Um. Whew. Uh, so on the charge of the murder of Nancy, not guilty. I think uh, a lot of mention. Like, do we know mm-hmm. was she murdered? Was it possibly a, a a pavement stone? I think, I think I'm gonna have to say that he's clearly a fucking murderer. <laughs> no. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Judge, you got me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wildly guilty. The idea yeah.
2: that you would think he's beating the pavement.
0: <laughs> yeah. Damn you, pavement stone! Absolutely. I mean, he threatened her a million times throughout the documentary. I. <laughs> uh, he's all. He's no. He can't. Can't have it. He's a violent person. He clearly murdered her. He never heard a pavement stone in the entire documentary. So, um, he's a, he's an ally to pavement stones, whether they're killers or not. <laughs> Um, to the subject of, uh, threatening the life of Fagan, um, I, <sighs> the defense said a lot of things that were clearly anti-Semitic, um, so... <laughs> I just, I, uh, no, can't have it, can't have it, um, clearly a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here, uh, Fagin, Fagin's a shifty character, uh, whether, uh, whether anti-Semitism is involved or not, but we, you know, we can't go around threatening people and, like, no, can't have it, so, uh, oh. guilty, 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 and that bomb oh. you dropped about-
2: The source material on your way out of
1: (laughs) these I've got another one for
0: you later, to work. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, Now, to the charge of kidnapping Oliver. Mm -hmm. Now, I was very specific. I asked which kidnapping, because Oliver is getting snatched up like a straight-up Navi teen all the time. (laughs) Uh, So, I was very specific. And... The prosecution did point out that we're talking about the the kidnapping um, in front of the the puppet show, and I I was struggling with this because an argument could have been made that if you're kidnapping someone from a Punch and Judy puppet show, is that kidnapping? Ooh. This argument was not made, unfortunately. Uh. So I'm only I'm only able to, of course, you know, deal with the arguments that were given, and considering no argument was made that rescue from a Punch and Judy show is not necessarily a it's liberation. <laughs> That's. I mean, you could end up just like Claire if you if you're allowed <laughs> to just be trapped by and Judicia. But that argument was not made. Therefore, I can't consider it. Um, so uh, guilty of that charge as well. Ah, um, uh, now to the most serious charge. Mm-hmm. Charge of animal cruelty. Yes. How dare you try to defend this Claire? I know it's <laughs> your job. But how dare be you? I'm being paid. Um, not enough. Not enough. Can't have it. Uh, this he threatened this dog with a crowbar this very adorable sweet dog that even when this dog was supposed to be threatening it still looked super <laughs> friendly and cute and I love it <laughs> I love this dog bullseye's a hero he's a champion and he led the charge of the mob to prosecute this criminal and therefore I stand with bullseye guilty on all charges oh thank you charco Judge. Judge. on my face thank you also definitely would have been guilty of smells but yeahs
2: so, but yeah there, there would be too many people we'd be here all day trying to put people on trial yeah, I mean thing. can we
0: talk about the fact that that bar was like um <sighs> oysters daily I like everything like yeah. fucking hell
2: like where yeah. are they getting those I don't <laughs> yeah look good
1: so many mm-hmm. uh,
2: so many disgusting things there were, there was something else Claire you wanted to say about this you said you had another oh um, I'll tell
1: you later okay
0: alright oh, <laughs> well <then>. secrets <laughs> <laughs>
1: Secrets!
0: <laughs> Claire's going to talk about her newfound respect for Kanye West. <laughs>
1: I love his work.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: Ooh. boy.
2: Oh, boy. All right. Um, well, guys, thank you for, for walking Thanks with guys. me through the case that is... The grimy streets of London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seriously. I'm so glad that case went my way. Just saying. Mm. just saying. Uh, you know, but uh, next time, who knows what's going to happen. So next time on the podcast, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to cover the mystique, the mystery, the crimes of a fancy lad. And mm. what that means. I mean, it's going to go deep, guys. It's a lot of things. We're going to, ha- uh, you know, put a case against Nath- uh, Nathaniel Mayweather. In the podcast versus cabin boy.
0: Touchstone Pictures presents: Here's how a harem girl dances. Okay, well, uh, thank you for that. Whatever that was. The motion picture that's so big, so yes, so charming.
2: I'm at my wits' end. I can't take
0: So manly.
2: <laughs> it's sure to be a classic for all generations.
0: You've been like the drunken, abusive grandfather I never had. Cabin Boy. He'll come in. It's the story of a boy and his love affair with the sea. This moron got on the wrong boat. Now, he's getting a taste of the sailor's life. Is it true it's unsafe to drink seawater? That's a new one to me. It's the most amazing journey ever. Okay, moron. You go stand in the bow and let us know when we're coming close to ice. (laughs) Okay, you hit one. He never dreamed where the winds of fortune would blow him. Where the spirit of adventure would hurl him. Or where the hands of fate... Come on over here, honey. ...would grab him. These pipes are clean.
2: Touchstone Pictures presents...
0: What happened to you?
2: Let's just say I finally shed my feminine side.
0: Chris Elliott. So this is what you guys do for fun. Humiliate an animal. Cabin boy. (laughs) You couldn't be cuter. Hey,
1: would you like to buy a monkey? I'm
2: excited Uh, because I
1: know nothing about this documentary.
2: Yeah, and I know, uh, well, we'll talk about it next time. But Brad and I had not uh, seen it in a while. um, But definitely remember things about this case. um, And excited to kind of talk about it because it's different than a lot of other cases we've covered. But we'll do that next time. Brad, tell us. How are we going to split
0: this up next time? Ooh. So next time for judge, j- j- jury, jury and, executioner. and executioner, as judge, Claire. <gasps> Hooray! Prosecution, Tammy. Oh boy. <laughs> and I will be defending this sweet, tender, little fancy lad. Oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> This is gonna be interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, that'll be. uh, I do do
1: love a a frilly, fancy lad. So.
2: Um. Oh no! Do we already have to tell the judge that they might have to recuse themselves from the the next case?
0: (laughs) No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know how I'm feeling about this already.
0: I don't know if this helps or hurts uh, either of us. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, that be next time on the podcast guys thank you so much for covering uh the case of oliver and you know it was it was a rough one so Mm -hmm. i appreciate uh both of you uh but besides that fuck off
1: case closed Fuck off case closed don't eat moldy sausages thanks for listening if you want to send us feedback you can contact us via true true crime at reactionary-sass.com
2: Join our Absolutely True True Crime Facebook group and follow us at True True Crime on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947 and maybe you can help solve a mystery.
0: Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.